Welcome to episode 51 of the Roger Snipe Show. The Roger Snipes Show. Good morning from me, from nice cold UK. Whoo! Wow, the coldness is really kicking in. But for me, <laughs> it's absolutely fine. I actually tweeted recently saying, uh, winter is the new summer. And then uh, I joke, jokingly said, maybe it's only me who feels that way because I actually love winter. But it's not even winter yet, it's autumn. So we're still <laughs> we're still in the prepping stage of winter, which is to come in December. So it's all good, all good. Recently, I've been waking up super early, going for a jog, and then later on, like maybe a few hours later, going to the gym to have a training session, which has been quite tough. But for me, it's a way of kind of testing my resilience, really, just to see how how I do, how tough I really am, how I can just put myself through a situation and see how I manage. And so far, so good. Doing pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> so normally, before I go out and I start my jog, I will have a hydrogen water. And so one tall glass of hydrogen water. And then I'll take uh, maybe a, a small espresso or I'll have a, a sip of some normal organic coffee. And then... With that, I'll have about four or five digestive enzymes called Capex by Bioptimizers. And that one there, I think, helps to really fire me up and has my stomach ready. And normally, <laughs> after my training session or, or my jog, I'll have a little bowel movement. I won't go into too much details about that, but I think that Capex really helps with that. Obviously, Capex is for... Not just um, the digestion and the uh, gut health, but it helps to break down fat as well. So it helps to utilize fat in the body as energy. Um, that works alongside, there's a few ingredients in there, obviously L-carnitine being one. There's another one, DHEA, um, something else called InnerSlim and some other stuff in there. I can't remember all the details, but it's an amazing product. I've been using that for about six months, about six months, probably longer in all fairness, but let's uh, keep it conservative. And um, it's been incredible, really, really good. So if you are on a ketogenic diet or cyclical keto, then definitely incorporate this. Check out bioptimizers.com and use coupon code SNIPES10 and get yourself 10% off. So the guest today goes by the name of Johannes and he is the co-founder to Clearlight Sauna in Europe. And before we go into detail about him, I would just like to say that I'm a massive fan of saunas and I've been using one since I was a kid. I've been a, a massive fan of saunas, you know, like after training or before training, depending on whatever your goal is, or if it's just a day of relaxation, 
saunas themselves are incredible you know they've been like a, a traditional thing for years for many countries but uh, this particular sauna which we're going to discuss is clear light sauna which is an infrared sauna very different to your traditional one so you know because not only is Johannes a co-founder to the sauna but you can hear from the way he speaks his real passion in using it and the how he believes in its purpose and how it can affect every person uh, that's one thing i really really truly got from this conversation i love using my clear light i use it every day i know that some people might use a sauna a couple times a week but for me, I find that as long as I'm replacing fluids that is lost and minerals that is lost, then there's no fear to me using it every day. There's no, there's no harm, there's, there's no damage, but in fact, there's a lot of health benefits which you will hear from today's show. I remember the first time when me and Johannes was communicating via email. I saw his name and I was like, how do you say that name because it begins with a j and i know in certain places in europe they pronounce a j with like a, a y a y um, and i know also i believe in south africa as well they might do the same thing but he's from germany um and i just have no idea <laughs> i had no idea so when i asked him he said, uh, he, he gave me different references or in how people pronounce his name depending which part of the world they are from. And then he said, and people from the UK, they would normally say, your highness, <laughs> which I found pretty funny. I thought, ah, do you know what? That's good. That's good. Keeping it relatively brief, you've got Clearlight Sauna International, which is the parent company of Clearlight sauna europe which is founded by johannes and his uh, co-founder sebastian and both of them basically born with a passion of innovating health with the best technology and uh, the business and vision has grown by providing the best infrared sauna to the market with the science to create a complete health and wellness system Let's bring on Johannes Kettlehot. So, Johannes, how you doing, my friend? Hey, Roger. I'm super well. I'm really excited being here. I'm actually in my infrared sauna at the moment. So oh, nice. I can't think of a better place to talk with you about the science of saunas, heat, infrared, and all these awesome topics. Oh, that's brilliant. You're actually in the sauna. Is it switched on? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've sort of been playing around with that a little bit because yeah. just at the edge of the feeling, oh, I do need a sauna. At the moment, it's off. But you see the color light um, shining. That's why I'm in purple, actually. So. Well, yeah, that's one of the great things about the sauna is that you can change the lights on it. Sometimes I forget you can do that yeah. and I'll just leave it on red. 
you know? And I think one time my daughter stepped in there and she just pushed the button and changed the color. And I was like, oh, thank you. I forgot about that. <laughs> it just shows how much you're actually able to relax in the sauna. If you actually forget about the light, you probably also forget about other things in there. And, uh, you know, it doesn't get any better hey, than escaping, escaping the hectic life and just, you know, having a bit of self-care in there. Exactly, exactly. So clear light sauna, like what's, what's the story? Is, are you the, the founder or are you the, the co-founder? How did clear light start exactly? Yeah, cool. Um, so clear light itself is a primarily US US based brand. So they've been around for 22 years. Um, but as I said, primarily in the US, and I think around seven years ago, I finished my engineering studies together with my business partner, Sebastian, who's based in Australia. And we figured, hey, like, why is no one actually bringing this awesome sauna company to the rest of the world? Because uh, it's clearly one of the best ones out there. Uh, and then we started off just literally out of a garage, you know, seeing whether we could sell these saunas online, you know, this typical entrepreneurial startup story. Of course, yeah. You know, done that um, in New Zealand, actually. Uh, and then from there, we sort of evolved to Australia. Um, I'm actually German, so I grew up here and I'm currently in Germany as well. And then we sort of slowly evolved to, to the UK, to Ireland, to Germany, Austria. Now we're sort of slowly making our way through the rest of Europe. Um, so you awesome. could say, uh, you know, the, the US company we're obviously not co-founded with because um, you know, I'm, I'm fairly young and you know, 22 years ago, I was eight. So that uh, <laughs> right. a pretty, a pretty, pretty intense mission, I guess, to start a company. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I think around seven years ago, we started Clear Light Saunas International, which essentially covers all of Europe, all of Australia uh, and New Zealand. Uh, and have been involved with that for the last six or seven years, sort of involved with the production, with the product design, with the research that we're actually doing at the moment. And really excited because it is a fantastic product. We have a great team. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how long ago did I hear about Clearlight? Probably shortly. Let me see. It's, it's probably been a, a couple of years. Wow. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, so not too, too long, but right. yeah, a couple of years. And uh, prior to that, um, I'd used the traditional sauna pretty yeah. much most of my life. Since, like, I think the moment I could go to a gym, when I was 16, I learned about the sauna, then fell in love, you know? Right. Started using it um, in leisure centers or gyms. Mm. And, yeah, so only recently, only heard about this clear light. I think I went to like, um, like almost like a biohacking center, which had a few things like, uh, um, light therapy and, uh, they had a float tank and in one room they had a sauna and they said, Oh, it's an infrared sauna. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, what is an yeah. infrared sauna? You know, yeah, I've never sure. heard of that. Yeah. So they, they gave me a briefing on it and I was like, wow, like this is, this is insane. I did, how long has one of these existed? Oh, they've been around for ages. Like, really? Right, right. It, it made me think, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm like so behind. And I thought I was really into fitness, you know? 
I think you are average. I think you're quite a quite you know progressed obviously on so many levels. But it's one of these things that although it's been around for ages, like people are so used to traditional saunas and they're great. They definitely have its place. Um, but an infrared sauna is also amazing, especially for recovery. You know, for athletes, for improving performance, reducing, you know, sort of muscular, um, you know, recovery shortage times, basically. So, yeah. yeah. So let, let's get into that. So I think most of the people would know what a sauna is. Sure. Yeah. So I think the 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 main question or the big question is, what is the difference between a traditional sauna and an infrared sauna. Why would someone want to use an infrared if they already are going to a traditional? Sure. I think that's um that's quite a quite a big question. Obviously, or quite a few questions you've asked in there. I think uh, I would I would actually like to start at the core of it in terms of you know giving people a bit of a sense of uh, you know understanding and imagining of actually how an infrared sauna works. So. As you rightfully said, most people are sort of familiar with the traditional saunas. You know, we call them Finnish saunas, traditional saunas, hot rock saunas. Some, some also refer to them as steam saunas. Um, and essentially, it's a room. You have an oven in there. Uh, and then eventually, you put a bit of water on there to obviously generate steam. And that sort of drives up the air temperatures, right? Like in terms of Celsius, you typically have between 60 degrees on the lower end up to 110, 120 degrees sometimes in the Russian banyas, which is the Russian... Uh, sauna version and it gets extremely hot you know um and it's not it's not it's not for everyone you know i i used to actually love them when i was a kid you know we used to go to the traditional saunas and it's great um and you know they do have their place in an infrared sauna you also it's essentially also a sauna but instead of having this one central oven that actually creates hot air you have these infrared heating elements all around you so you can see it actually in the background here these black surfaces those are infrared heaters and instead of producing hot air which you know essentially is sort of a bit of an energy waste these infrared heaters produce infrared heat it's essentially like a heat wave it's a bit more gentle and if you imagine that you're actually out in the sun and you sort of, you know, you have the nice sun on your belly and you feel like, ooh, it's, you know, it's getting nice and warm in here. And eventually you'll actually break a sweat. That's the feeling that you get in an infrared sauna, just literally all around you over a longer, you know, period of time, obviously. Mm. And then people do around a minimum of 20 minutes up to a maximum of 45 minutes. And some of you might know that in a traditional sauna, you would do like multiple rounds. You would do, you know, 10 minutes and then you go out, you take a cold plunge, you go back in after you sort of relax, you read your book. And in an infrared sauna, you don't really do that because the intention is not really to go in to sweat as fast as possible, as extremely as possible, but rather you give your body the sense of gradually warming itself up. So imagine you're sitting in here over 20 minutes, you have this nice feeling from the sun, over time, obviously, your body heats up, but not through hot air, but rather because this infrared heat is absorbed by your skin, raising the core body temperature, almost creating an artificial fever in your body. And over time, people start sweating. And then you could do it up to a maximum of 45 minutes. Some of the hardliners would probably do even 60 minutes. And obviously, the longer you stay in there, the hotter it gets on the inside and the more your body has to sweat. And then we're talking about heat shock proteins and all these amazing health benefits that really happen sort of right at the edge. Um, but in terms of functionality, that's, it's, that's essentially what it is. So you don't have a hot oven. You have these infrared heating elements that generate really gentle heat. It feels really nice. You don't get this sort of full-blown steam actually when you go in the normal sauna. Uh, and then over time, you gradually you know, warm up your core temperature. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. So like what, what type of people will generally use an infrared sauna? Is it, is it for everybody or is it a certain type of person? Essentially it is for everyone. Um, you know, we sort of say that kids below the age of six, you know, they should be a little bit more careful, you know, just to make sure that they don't overheat. Um, but apart from that, um, you know, we get a lot of biohackers, a lot of fitness gurus, a lot of health experts that obviously enjoy the benefits of infrared for sort of muscle recovery, for relaxation, but also for detoxification. Mm -hmm. But then it's also a lot of homeowners, a lot of, um, you know, sort of people that just don't want to go through the hassle of having like a standard sauna where you need three phase electricity you have aspects of moisture heating up of, of, of heating up times of one hour plus um oh wow yeah beautiful thing about an infrared sauna as you know you can just put it in your living room you can put it in your basement you can put it in your bathroom you could put it in your garage um and all you need is pretty much a three pin uk household plug or if you're in, in europe just a normal 16 amp shuko or a type c plug and you literally plug it on the wall um you know heats up for 25 minutes or maximum of 30 minutes and you go in you know, and there's no moisture because there's no water inside. It's literally a dry heat. And that makes it really practical, I think, for people also in cities, for instance, to purchase one. You mm. can install it probably within two hours. You know, you can dismantle it again in 20 minutes and sort of move with it, move with your, you know, or take all your belongings, including your sauna, mm. move to a different city and put it back up. And therefore, um, you know, it's, a, it's still a wellness trend at the moment, um, especially with Corona. And, you know, we've, we've seen quite a bit of an increase where people were sort of actively looking for ways to strengthen their immune system. But generally, this infrared sauna can be for everyone, um, you know, health conscious, wellness conscious, biohacker fitness expert fitness guru or just someone who just likes a sauna really yeah so the infrared itself you mentioned uh you get the the heat shock proteins is that is that directly from the infrared or is that heat itself and uh what what other benefits do you get from the infrared yeah, sure. I'll start off with the more with a bit more simple benefits because uh, the heat check protein is probably one of the more complex ones. Okay. Um, so with an infrared sauna, because you stay in the sauna longer and because it's not hot air, but literally your core body temperature goes up, um, you induce, as I said before, a bit of an artificial fever. Now, this might mm. sound scary to some of us, but essentially a fever is the body's mechanism to strengthening the immune system, to increase basically white blood cells and to essentially strengthen the immune system in order to fight off any viruses or bacteria. Um, and therefore, it's literally called heat stress, where you physically train your body to withstand sort of longer sauna durations. And with that, you essentially train your immune system. So that's what we, you know, what we hear a lot from customers is when they actually use the sauna two to three times a week, it's you know, similar to when you do exercise, you need to make it a routine of your everyday life. People rarely get sick. And that's exactly, you know, mm. it's exactly for this reason, they train their immune system. Another big part is detoxification. Infrared saunas, I think, certainly in the last five or six years, have gained a lot of popularity for its detoxification benefits. Uh, and I think, you know, you as well as the audience knows it very well that, you know, even if we're trying to eat organic food, even if we try to use like really high quality water, you know, toxins are pretty much all around us, you know, be it in, mission, in emissions, or, you know, or pollution, be it sort of in the soil that's then actually used to grow our foods, or even some of the closing and the materials that we're using, like toxins are around us. Um, and what I find very fascinating is that in the US, for instance, there has been a big trend in the last two years where firefighters um, were actually your firefighters, firefighter stations, they would invest into an infrared sauna. And the reason, the reason for this is obviously that 
firefighters are um, they're exposed to really high concentrations of toxicity you know because mm. they breathe it and even if they were masked even if they were protective clothes they do that day in and day out and they've seen you know um, autoimmune diseases such as cancer for instance skyrocket and as a consequence they sort of put people in the infrared zone and there are few international detox um, clinics out there that actually you know offer um, detoxification protocols where you know the infrared zone is part of that but then you work with supplements such as clay or bentonite or anything to really bind those toxins charcoal might be another one that's uh, sort of a bit more familiar mm -hmm. um, and that's you know i think that is still an active it's still an active research and um you know if you go online and type in infrared zone and detoxification you'll find quite a few articles where researchers and doctors have actually you know conducted these protocols to support with that but then it, it goes on it, you know you see uh, cardiovascular improvements because essentially with a core body temperature your heart is actually has to pump more blood at a faster time because it's, it's essentially like a workout you sit in the sauna but everything in your body happens faster because of that increase in temperature your body has to cool itself you know more oxygen is being transported to the muscles to the cells and you know everything inside the body is working while you're sitting there and relaxing and not doing anything uh -huh. and that obviously trains your heart you can your cardiovascular health they have been clinically tested for weight loss so over i think a course of 12 weeks they've actually seen like a four to five percent drop in body fat when people actually were using the sauna i think four times a week in the evening and you know it's it's pretty much endless the question is much rather you know what is an infrared sauna not good for and uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, i think there's certain health conditions where you you know should probably consult with your uh, with your md um but generally you know an infrared sauna is is really a great tool um you know for more energy and for i guess for an improvement of your health would you say it's good to use before a training session or would you say it's better to use after um I think both actually really works. I mm -hmm. think uh, it's it's essentially a different it's essentially a different goal that you're trying to achieve. I think mm -hmm. if you do it before, you're obviously already loosening up the muscles and you're sort of already sort of bringing more oxygen uh, and more nutrients to your muscles to then actually perform better. Whereas if you do it after your workout, your muscles have already done the work, right? And you sort of need more blood and nutrients transported to the muscles to recover faster. And that's, you know, they ha there are a few interesting studies out there similar to red light therapy, for instance, where if people do it before the sauna, it actually over time led to an increase of, say, endurance performance or strength performance, because essentially the muscles had all they needed in order to perform better, you know, or more. Um, whereas if people did it, you know, first did the exercise and then did the sauna the recovery time went down people reported less muscle aches you know less muscle pain and it makes sense if you understand that you know with the increase in temperatures and you're sweating more blood more nutrients and everything is transported to the muscle you know it's just logic i think yeah yeah what about um uh cold showers or cold plunges like what's the deal there with having one of those after a, a sauna like where, yeah, where does it benefit? Yeah, I mean, I think um, we'll have to sort of look at that from from various different perspectives. Um, in terms of the benefits of a sauna, 
you know, the cold shower doesn't do anything. Like, you know, it's, you know, because essentially in the sauna, you want to sweat and you sort of want to get your core temperature up there. And if you take a cold shower afterwards, it doesn't actually improve the benefits of the sauna per se. But what obviously this, this cold and this heat shock actually does, it sort of trains your body to more resilience, you know, like who often knows that if it's actually bloody cold outside and the first thing you want to do is get up and actually take a hot, uh, take a cold shower. It's pretty challenging, right? <laughs> but obviously with the sauna, you can actually train yourself. You can train your mind to actually becoming more resilient, be it for heat in the sauna or be it, you know, through cold in an ice bath or in a cold shower. Um, it is really refreshing. And I think it also regulates, I believe, the blood pressure. I'm not 100% sure on that one. Mm. Um, uh, and I think, therefore, it's not directly linked to the benefits. In fact, for some people, this extreme change between hot and cold might actually mess up a little bit with the metabolism in terms of feeling, you know, people feeling dizzier sometimes. So especially elderly people should probably, you know, start gently, you know, take a bit of a culture, then switch it to hot again. Um, but, you know, it's for me personally and, uh, you know, for the research that I've actually seen, it's not linked to benefits of the sauna. It's actually more like the feeling of being rejuvenated, the feeling of, wow, I'm alive, you know, I've done hot, right. cold, you know, that kind of stuff, which the ancient Stoics, the Greek philosophers actually already used to practice as well. Yeah, 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 of course. What about the, you got the detoxification process. Um, there was one uh, doctor that mentioned that it's good to have some essential amino acids with chlorine, uh, not chlorine, um, <laughs> um, chlorella, mix right. them together and yeah. the detox process would be better if you have that maybe about half an hour before an infrared sauna. Mm. Um, what's your thoughts on that? And are there any other protocols which you could use to enhance the the the, the, the progress or the, the process of sure. using the infrared sauna yeah you know as a disclaimer i'm obviously not a doctor so therefore everything i do sort of my personal opinion mm. um but you know chlorella and i think some of the algae have actually been used quite extensively over the last couple of years i think for detoxification not just in an infrared sauna but pretty much in general you know it was sort of said that actually if you sort of increase your intake of chlorella or um you know generally blue green algae that you could essentially flush out some of the stored toxins and you know if we look at where the toxins are stored they're obviously in our teeth depending on sort of the fillings that we have or otherwise they're pretty much stored in the body fat all around the organs which is where most people have their fat uh, and it's pretty challenging to get them out there um you know and all it just is like you can't just say oh you know just get them out there and that's it right so yeah but they're sort of deeply stored in the, in, in the fat and therefore um my personal opinion on chlorella, chlorella i haven't tested it myself i have to admit I've, mm -hmm. i know that these protocols are out there but because i haven't tested them i'm you know i'm not 100 confident on those what i have tested however is um a niacin detox protocol now niacin is obviously i think it's vitamin D3, um, not B, B3. B3, thank you, thank you. Mm -mm. Um, so I've tested that one and essentially you take really high doses of that um, vitamin prior to using a sauna. You combine it with uh, some high intensity cardio uh, and essentially 
you create a flush in your body. It's quite intense. Like, you know, oh. you get like literally red patches and a red flush that actually then wanders down the bottom of your body. And after that, you use a sauna for up to 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, and I know that there's a huge Facebook group out there, probably 35 or 40,000 people that actually, you know, do this protocol to help themselves with detoxification, with arthritis, other autoimmune diseases. And I know that they have achieved amazing successes. I haven't done it extensively, um, but I know that it's actually based, I think, on Dr. Yu, who was uh, one of the one of the main gurus um, in sort of leading and writing these detoxification protocols. Um, so, you know, it does make sense that an infrared sauna can sort of flush out toxins because you're sweating a lot. You know, some of the toxins are being you know excreted through the sweat, but the far majority of them actually is sort of through the human excretion. Uh, and what sort of happens internally. And then if you mix that with, for instance, chlorella, or if you mix it with bentonite or clay, mm. you know, there are these experts out there who say that it actually, that the toxins are getting, um, you know, that they're being binded and then sort of being flushed out. But I haven't done those myself. Mm. Um, but for me itself, um, for me personally, knowing that firefighters, for instance, in the US and also in Australia, are sort of making an infrared sauna part of the treatments to hopefully reduce some of the cancer rates around lung cancer. That itself is pretty is a pretty big statement for me. You know, where wanna, we really know that wow, this is solid. Yeah, the clay. I want I want to look into that. I heard about the clay before. I've mm. even heard. Was it clay and what? Benzonate. Yeah, bentonite. Yeah, bentonite. I, I think it's a part of clay. I think it's yeah slightly within that clay sort of umbrella. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I personally also haven't tested that one. Yeah, there's, there's, there's many different things of the, the clay where I think mm. even in some of the toothpaste, which is a, which is a bit different. It's bizarre, hey? yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. it is. So um, obviously, you know, the one of the main benefits is the whole detoxification, but um, what's happening in the process is a lot of sweat, <laughs> losing a lot of sweat. Yeah. And um, not only are you getting rid of the toxins, but at the same time, you're going to be losing a bit of minerals as well, isn't it? 100% and I think therefore, you know, we generally recommend to increase your water intake by a liter, you know, the mm -hmm. minute at least when you actually use a sauna and uh, it makes sense, you know, try to increase your salt intake a little bit. I mean, you know that more than anyone else, if you, if you heavily exercise and you sweat a lot, like you need those minerals, you know, you need those electrolytes to really fuel the, the body and, you know, give itself energy. Yeah. Yeah. I found that when I was just super excited, the moment when the sauna was in my house, that was it. I was using it every day and I didn't even think about replacing salts. I thought eh, right. I've got enough salt in my food. Um, in fact, I didn't even think I've got enough salt in my food. I just didn't even think about it. I was just like drink water and that was it. Yeah. And I think maybe about four days in, um, my hand started to hurt. Like it started to, it wasn't really hurting intensely, but it was, um, it just almost felt stiff. Like I couldn't really move it properly. Mm, wow. And then somebody brought to my attention that you need to think about replacing your minerals when you're sweating. So that's when I started to look into um, electrolytes because I didn't even think about it. So I started getting some electrolytes. And then I also started to look into um, just getting some, some salt. So if I don't use the electrolytes, get some high mineral salt. Right. So for people who do get a clear light sauna, it would be 
very important to like maybe have a, a, a teaspoon or mix it in with the water and don't drink plain water, but literally put salt in there or have some salt beforehand. If, especially if you sweat a lot and myself, I do, I sweat a great deal. Um, but you don't want to be using like industrial table salt. You want to be getting yourself some uh, like pink Himalayan salt. And uh, there's another one called real salt, which I can't remember where it's based. Um, it's based somewhere in the States, but the process in which it's done is like, it's, it's unrefined, um, very high in iodine and um, about 70 something trace minerals in there. So it's like real high quality salt. In fact, I'll put it in the show notes for anyone who might be interested. Um, but yeah, you're going to be sweating, you're going to be losing, you're going to be detoxifying, but you're going to be also losing a lot of minerals. So something to bear in mind when using the sauna. It's a good point. I would love to read those notes as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, what would be a sign of someone who might be overdoing it in the sauna if a person is like in the sauna quite frequently? Mm. Um, I mean, I don't know if I actually got a sign until maybe my hand, but are, any, are there any other signs where a person might think, oh, actually, I need to... Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I think whenever you're feeling dizzy or sort of, um, yeah, just getting headaches and stuff, I think that's really a sign that you've overdone it. And that doesn't necessarily just apply, you know, just apply for a sauna. I mean, the dizziness, yes, because of the heat. But I think generally if we have, if we have headaches, um, you know, we should probably do something. Either, you know, add a little bit more salt. You know, it could also be, I, for instance, I, you know, I get headaches if I don't have enough electrolytes in my body. You know, then my body signals me, hey, you know, get some more water, you know, throw in a bit of salt or, you know, just, yeah, just add up some more electrolytes. Um, and don't mm. overdo it. Like, don't force yourself with this one. You know, I think whenever something feels really difficult to do and even if it is oh, i need to get my sauna tonight i really need to i don't know i want to lose weight or i'm, I'm stressed or whatnot but you really don't feel like any getting headaches and you're feeling dizzy just don't do it give your body a break because although obviously the sauna is there for relaxation and and you know de-stressing which we haven't talked about which i would love to talk about um mm -hmm. you know it still is almost like a physical workout uh for your metabolism like as, as i said before you're literally just relaxing and sitting here maybe putting in some music maybe reading a book but what happens on your metabolism is pretty fascinating like everything's sort of happening faster your heart is beating faster um all the metabolistic processes actually happen a lot quicker as well mm. therefore as i said don't overdo it i think the golden rule is really you know feel good when you do it you know start two to three times a week um start with maybe 30 minutes and then see gradually whether you can work yourself up there maybe four times a week if you feel like it or you would sort of switch around with a session duration a little bit you know maybe do 40 minutes once and then see how you feel um but give yourself some time it's the same when you just start exercising like you can't you can't, you know, lift 100 kilos straight away. It's just impossible. And it's the same with the sauna. You can't, I mean, maybe you can, but, you know, only very, very few people will be able to do it seven, seven times a day for 45 minutes straight. Like, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, like, you know, frequency, because sometimes I'll do it every day and I'll be there, you know, for the, for the full 60 minutes. Um, sometimes... It's, it's getting near the end and I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, come on, you could do this. You can do this. And I'm like, oh, I switch it off and I open up the door. I'm like, time out, time out. 
um you know like it's just heat and all you do is sitting around but i have the same like sometimes on days i can do 20 minutes and then on days i can easily do 45 minutes and it's weird because you know it's essentially it's just a different time of day or you know maybe you feel different but that heat stress is also quite it's you know it's mentally challenging you know you're relaxing in there but going beyond that point of feeling you know i've sweated enough now i want to leave you know but actually pushing yourself to this next level is uh you know it's it's a resilience training for me certainly and i enjoy it it's part of my evening routine you know i can't wait until it starts to get really cold here in the uk because i'll be able to use both the heat and the cold it would be absolutely amazing i love jogging in the cold and really feeling it on the skin uh and then afterwards i'll be like you know i'm gonna go in the sauna now it's gonna it's gonna be incredible do you have an ice bucket or an ice bath sort of no um i was planning to set um set up a um an, an an outdoor shower right um but I set up all the pipes and everything, and then I just, I just got set up on some other projects, and I was like, I'll come back to it. Um, I don't have an ice bucket. Um, I don't. My garden isn't really. I've got too many things in the garden. Right, I don't think I can right, fit right. that in there without it looking a bit cluttery. But the shower yeah. would be all right. I just switch that on. It would be nice right. and cold. Well, the amazing thing would be to get a chest freezer and just sort of, you know, rebuild that into a bit of a, into a bit of an ice bucket. Like friends of mine have done that. It was just in Portugal and we did ice bath every day for two, three minutes. Mm. Uh, and that would be the dream combination of like doing the sauna and then doing the ice bath. And that's pretty potent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll look into that. I'll look into yeah, that. Sure. So um, what, what other things would you say you can I don't know, biohacks you can do with the sauna where they kind of work in in synergy to kind of turn you into a superhero? Mm. I love that question. Uh uh, And I I think my answer will be twofold. Um, For me, privately, and I'm in my sauna right now, Mm. I usually keep it fairly plain. I obviously do the sauna. I put in some some really nice and relaxing music. uh, And then eventually I'll either meditate or, or I'll read a book. That's all I do in here at the moment, um, mm. because for me, a big game changer is really using the sauna to de-stress and to relax. Like, you know, I think all of our lives, despite Corona, uh, or maybe because of Corona, that now everything's sort of a bit, a bit back uh, to normal, is faster it feels than ever. Like, you know, Corona was a bit of a break, and I think it was great for everyone because uh, I can't say that it was great for everyone, but I think certainly it put a bit of a break on everyone's sort of high pace. And you know, I want to do more, I want to do things faster, and you couldn't. You know, essentially everything was paused. You know, there was quarantine, and whether we agree with it or not, um, it actually imposed a, a break. Uh, and you know, I think. Mm. I really enjoyed that for this for this reason of just slowing down a little bit, grounding myself again, reflecting on what the journey has been, and then actually repositioning myself for the next couple of months. And I personally, you know, I run the company and it's great. It's a lot of fun. We've an awesome team, awesome customers, but sometimes it's a really hectic day. Like sometimes, you know, putting 10 hours, 10 hours a day, then I come home and I'm like, Ooh, I just want to sleep. I'm really, I'm really knackered. Um, but then I just put on the sauna, I jump in, you know, I read my book for 30 minutes, you know, I swear to take a culture and I'm into bed and that is wonders for me. This podcast is brought to you by Clearlight Infrared Sauna. If you want the ultimate biohack, then this is it. Clearlight Infrared Sauna has state-of-the-art heating technology to produce optimal wavelengths 
of 360 degrees infrared heat. Traditional saunas raise the temperature from the air, but infrared saunas raise your temperature from the core. The result is deeper tissue penetration. This is the perfect way to remove toxins. It promotes healing, revitalization, penetrates fat cells, and stimulates metabolism. Clear Light Saunas is energy efficient, costing up to 45p per hour, virtually close to no EMF and low ELF technology. They also use eco-certified wood, so no toxic fumes when heated. You also get a lifetime warranty on a residential sauna. If you'd like to learn more about Clearlight Saunas or pick one up for yourself, then just click the link in the show notes and check it out. I'm so relaxed. I come out of this fight and flight mode into more like a relaxing mode. You know, my brain slows down a little bit. Um, and that's a, that's a true game changer for me. And it's, a, you know, compared to the sauna here, I mean, not everyone can afford a sauna. I get that. But, you know, for me, it's, it's sort of my profession and I have a sauna for me and therefore I don't need anything else. Like I don't wear blue blocking glasses in here, although I could, for instance, or I don't put in, um, you know, I don't do a lymphatic massage on myself while I'm in the sauna. I could do all of that, right? But for mm. me personally, that's all I enjoy to really de-stress, relax and sort of have a bit of self-care. That's me privately. What we try to do at Clearlight is bigger. So we have this vision that the sauna will eventually, and you know, it's not, it's not too far away, will become a bit of a health system. So, and I like this metaphor or this analogy of, a, um, of the smartphone. Like sort of 10 or 20 years ago, I think we had a notebook, we had a text message, we had text messenger, we, you know, had a telephone, we had a fax system, we had, I don't know, an email system, and they were all different applications. Then the smartphone came and bundled them all together. And look what amazing things we can do with the smartphone. You know, yes, EMF is an issue and, you know, people are stressed, that's an issue as well. But in terms of functionality, man, it's awesome. You have one device and you get literally everything on there from banking, contacts, friends, birthday, social network, work, you name it really. Mm -hmm. And with the sauna, we're trying to not create something that is identical to that, but we're trying to use the same approach. We're trying to think along the lines of what are other synergies in terms of health and wellness, in terms of health-related therapies, that you can all integrate into the sauna so that essentially if you have one hour per day to actually spend on your health routine and you choose it to be the sauna, you have the sauna and you sweat, you have light, you have a red light therapy add-on that we're launching in two months that you can actually fit on the door to work on photobiomodulation. Where you're creating a micro salt therapy that literally diffuses redefined particles of, of salt into the air to enter your um, respiratory systems to actually support people with asthma and respiratory diseases. Wow. We have aromatherapy where you could use lavender oils or other rosemary oils, essentially, which actually help with, uh, with reducing stress and sort of just making you more aware. You know, there's an outlet that's already in the sauna. You can eventually turn the bench into vibration to use vibrational resonance therapy. And, you know, you can... Really? Yeah, it's, you know, most of these upgrades are already there. We haven't really presented them. But I think in the next two or three months, we'll sort of really make this public um, and sort of promote this idea of having literally like a six-in-one health 
system at home where you essentially could combine all these different treatments and therapies at the same time while reading a book or while using meditation uh, uh, you know, or while being in silence. And I yeah. think not everyone may want to use that. And that's perfectly fine. Like you may actually rather prefer grounding and sun, which I'm all up for. Like, you know, you can't substitute the sun. You can't substitute grounding. You could potentially put a grounding mat in here, but that's a different story. But if mm -hmm. you choose this owner, you know, and you want to dedicate one hour to yourself, you want to de-stress, you want to sweat, you want to you know, do a light treatment, you got your toolbox here. You literally got your toolbox and you just choose whatever you want to put on. That's pretty amazing. That is, that, that is, that is ideal. You, you just got to let me know when you got those things in place. I will, um, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because that was one of the questions. One of the questions I was going to um, ask about was, um, was there a way you can, because in a traditional sauna, you've obviously got the, 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 the hot stone where you could chuck water on and you could put like some oils on there and that will vaporize in the room. And I was going to ask, like, what would you suggest for those who want to, you know, get that, that kind of uh, aromatherapy? That, so it's something that you're going to be bringing out very soon. It's already existing in sort oh. of version 1.0. Like, I think it's, it's a good starting point. Uh, it's not sort of at the medical superior functionality where we want it to be. Uh, but yes, people have already been using it. And um, I personally am a big fan of aromatherapy and essential oils. I use it, you know, for my sleep or even when I wake up and I put a bit of lemon in my water. Um, and it's, I think it's one of these highly underestimated, uh, biohacks, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Uh, and sort of bringing that into the sauna, diluting it with water and sort of just breathing in some of these really intense, uh, you know, herbs and, and plant-based therapies, I think is great. Yeah. Yeah. There's just this whole idea what you mentioned about this, this, this salt vaporizing did you say like vaporized salt or something? I mean, it's not really vaporized. So vapor, um, <clears throat> they, you could do vapor, um, but then it's, you know, because of the moisture, it actually would then actually sink down due to the gravity. Mm -hmm. um, but what we'll do instead is, and what we are already in the, in the process of doing is, um, you imagine it's a really basic concept. You have a container of salt in there. You have two or three magnetic balls. And then you create an electric field and you let these magnetic balls bounce up and down. And they literally grind down the salt to a really, really fine particle size. And at some point when it's fine enough and small enough, it gets blasted out in the air, like literally in the air for you to actually breathe in. So essentially you, you create your salt cave while being in the sauna. And you know, obviously if you let it run for 10 to 15 minutes, you'll have quite a high concentration of salt in the air. Mm. And if you want it or not, it's going to enter your respiratory system. And in this case, it's really high quality salt. It's, I think, Iranian uh, stone salt, Himalayan. You know, it will be the, like the finest, finest salt quality that you can get that's actually mm. tested for 100%, you know, non-toxic, et cetera, yeah. because, you know, it literally enters your, you know, your, your body, your bloodstream. Mm. Um, and then you start breathing it in. Yeah. I'll be interested to, interested to learn more about that. Mm. the type actually, of thought which you're using and how you know yeah. the process you know it's, it's also one of these therapies that has been around for quite a while like you know you know those we all know these sort of salt caves and the greeks mm. they called it halo therapy h-a-l-o 
you just want to, if some of the readers may want to look for it, you can find it on our website um, or you just go on, go on Google Halo Therapy and its benefits. You know, it's, it's nothing new, but I think bringing it in, into infrared so I'm bringing it into your home and not sort of relying on these, you know, seven day retreats or, mm -hmm. you know, and your, your trips to the sea, um, you know, not relying on that, but literally bringing that into your home is, I think, a different approach. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, I think one of the incredible, incredible things about Clearlight is that you can, as you were saying, you can have it in your home. And I, I feel so blessed that I have one. I was trying to find space in my house and I was thinking, oh, my conservatory. And I think, you know, about the story of my conservatory, yeah. my floor was destroyed. I had to get someone to sort out the floor and it was a whole rigmarole nightmare. But once that was done, and then the sauna was fitted in. It was, it's, it's like my own little sanctuary. It's absolutely mm. incredible. Yeah, and I think one of these really important things that I'm really aware of is, um, or is a topic of EMF, you know, be it through Wi-Fi routers, be it through our phones. In a sauna, you essentially also have fairly high um, levels of EMF. Uh, EMF stands for electromagnetic frequencies, and it, it's an electromagnetic field that literally builds up around anything that uh, has electricity sort of running through it. And now imagine you're sitting in a sauna and you got all these infrared heaters, 360 degrees all around you, you're literally surrounded by them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when clear, when, you know, that's one of the reasons why Clearlight got so popular because they were one of the first companies who literally were able to cancel out the EMF. Like, you know, technically you can't have zero EMF in an infrared sauna, it's yeah. impossible. But what we have done is we've invented this really special heater, which is a two-sided heater to cancel out the EMF. We use certain wiring, um, you know, and, and everything in clear that sauna comes with a lifetime warranty. It comes with a low EMF promise. You know, we, you don't have to use Bluetooth or Wi-Fi if you don't want to, right? You can simply switch it off here. And I think we're sort of really trying to literally develop the best sauna available. And that means looking at EMF and critically looking at EMF and, you know, really pointing out what isn't great in an infrared sauna. And that's when I think around eight or nine years ago, we really started focusing on canceling that, that out. And now we're sort of in the process or halfway there and canceling out ELF, extremely low frequencies, mm, mm. different spectrum, but essentially the same. And these high values of frequencies, um, they sort of mess around with the circadian rhythm, you know, they mess around with cellular health and the World Health Organization has sort of written quite a bit about that and various health experts, you know, know all about EMF. You, you probably talked about that as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. My uh, recent podcast, I spoke to someone, um, what's his name? Um, Daniel DeBorn. He's like the CEO of uh, Defender Field, specializing right. in EMF. I think he, he's been in engineering or the um, uh, um, telecommunications side of uh, engineering for like 20 years. Wow. So, yeah, he had a lot to say about scary, it. Scary stuff he said. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. If you do get yeah. a moment, check out that podcast. Oh, well. like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Really amazing stuff. So you have, you've got an incredible um, indoor sauna um, and you also got an outdoor one as well, right? An outdoor yeah. clear light sauna. Yeah, there so, are two versions. Yeah. Talk to me. Tell, tell, me, tell me the main differences. 
Yeah. So I think one thing I would just really like to point out is that an infrared sauna is a low temperature therapy. Like you're moving in the temperature range of 40 to 60 degrees Celsius. Like you're not trying to exceed that because we're not trying to produce hot air. We're literally trying to produce infrared heat through the carbon heaters, you know, the heaters that we built in. And if you use your indoor sauna outside and it's not insulated for that, it's not made for that. If it's a really cold day in the UK, say zero degrees or five degrees Celsius, the sauna is not made to heat up, you know, to bring the to, to bring the sauna to the desired temperature if the outside air is a little bit colder. And that's why if you look at our products, I think we got 16 or 17 saunas, you know, different ranges, different sizes. Mm. The far majority of them uh, is made for indoors because um, exactly of that reason, like, you know, uh, we know that when it's a room temperature of between 17 or 20 degrees Celsius, that's when the sauna heats up nicely. And that's when you actually get it to the desired temperature. Um, and therefore, you know, we, over the time, I think, I think three or four years ago, we started developing an outdoor sauna because people were saying, oh, I don't have the space. I would really love one, but I can't squeeze it in my flat. I can't squeeze it in my house. Can't you guys just not do an outdoor sauna? Um, and if you look online, there are barely any infrared saunas for outdoor use. Um, and that's exactly the reason why. Like those ones who have an infrared sauna for outdoor use, um, you know, quite often they just run really hot. And then they're essentially very similar to a traditional sauna. So the key challenge is really to not compromise your promise, essentially, of an infrared sauna, which yeah. says, I don't want to have hot air, but I want to have these beneficial infrared rays yet still making it actually usable when it's a cold day. And, you know, we sell to Poland, we sell to Switzerland as well, and some of the mountain chalets where it gets bloody cold outside. <laughs> so we have this outdoor infrared sauna. It's a lot more heavy. It has a lot thicker walls. There's a lot more insulation in there. It's a lot more heating capacity in there, like in terms of electrical output, to really make sure that, A, it stays dry despite the bloody Irish, uh, English, German winter month where it's really damp and wet. Um, it still gets to the desired temperature and it still lasts a very long time because everything we do at Clearlight is really, you know, we don't want you to buy another sauna in two years time. Like we offer a lifetime warranty for a reason. Mm. And, you know, that comes with a service promise. It comes with a quality promise. And therefore this outdoor sauna has five years warranty on it, on the outside materials, 20 years or lifetime on the inside. Um, and, you know, that's that's where sort of the story of the infrared sauna is. It's three times as heavy as your one, for instance, Roger. Like it's, it's a massive sauna in terms of functionality and building because it has to endure all the elements and still get warm in the winter month. Mm-hmm. What about actual weather conditions? Like what's, what's, what sort of um, woods do you have on the outside? Is it, is it like um, uh, impermeable to, uh, you know, rain? snow sleet that sort of thing for the outdoor sauna it oh. isn't on the outside we use a, a a material that we invented we call it cedar tech it's literally like a mixture of um, cedar we, you know we primarily use cedar in all of our cabins mm-hmm. and some high quality uh, plastics or carbon uh, carbon structures um, and we blend those and we mix those together to make sure that you know there's no wind coming through they're insulated bloody well 
there's no rain coming through and they don't actually lose the color and because if it's if it's outside for five or six years and you get a lot of sun on there now that's a joke in the uk or germany but you know <laughs> it, does, it does happen sometimes no worries here oh, right. I know, but then you know you don't want to actually you know you know there has to be a uv and ultraviolet coating on top as well to make sure that it doesn't you know just bleach out um and that's on the outside and on the inside as with every uh, with all of our saunas we use um you know cedar cladding so um and you can see it in the back here it's untreated it's non-toxic it's air dried and not dried with chemicals mm. uh organically sourced or, or eco-certified uh, cedar wood from canada and it's sort of the highest quality we send it down three times um and therefore it, it really looks beautiful on the inside and the beautiful thing about cedar wood it is antibacterial it's antifungal and therefore even if you use this one over five years like we've never had anyone that had actually bacteria build up here or that you know had any fungi in the wood because they haven't used it you know cedar wood mm. naturally is antibacterial and antifungal that's awesome what about the actual this is more probably more of a, a personal question, but what about the cleaning process? Because I mean, I, I, I normally get a damp cloth like after I sweat mm. insanely in the sauna. Mm. Um, I'm just wondering, what do people do normally? Because I sweat a lot in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll end up like chucking down towels and then I'm wringing out the towels. Like, wow, like somebody is like somebody's taken a towel and put it, put it in a in a in a bucket, in a of, bucket water. of water yeah yeah, yeah it's like yeah. that i break the sweat after 10 minutes man and i'm dripping after 20 minutes and then i'm out here and the towels are completely soaked and wipe them up and drips down onto the floor and i'm like oh wow that was an intense session but um yeah. look it's it's untreated wood therefore over time and you know we do want to keep it like we could just apply like a simple varnish yeah. um and then end of story but you know, it sort of spoils the natural beauty. You don't always know about the varnish and chemicals with the heat, with it outgasses. And it's, you know, it's a bit patchy. And we, we do varnish for commercial clients because it just makes it the cleaning a lot easier. But for residential or private customers, you know, there's really no need for that. So mm. first rule is use towels in the floor and on the bench. And then as you rightfully said, take them out once you're done. You know, some people don't actually sweat that profusely. So they could just leave them in for a second session if they wanted to. Um, and then, you know, dry it out open the sauna let some fresh air actually in make sure that you know sort of you really you know have some some fresh air some oxygen actually coming into the sauna um and then over time i mean you could use a damp cloth after your session and wipe it off a little bit it's probably not going to do that much um but what i do rather i every six or 12 months i take a little bit of sanding paper and i just sand down the water stains that you see on the wood you know right. excessive sweating some of the sweat and some of the water is being absorbed by the wood you see those stains take a sanding paper take off a millimeter or two you bring out the natural <laughs> scent of the of the cedar wood which will actually smell like really beautiful and the stain is gone that's what i do um right. there are other things that you can do um but i think to me personally that's the best one one thing i do want to point out though is that um for instance with the coronaviruses not just this specific one but any virus any bacteria they can't live um they can't live when the temperature is exceeding 60 degrees celsius now all of us saunas should actually exceed 60 degrees celsius yeah it goes up to 70 just thought i'd say that i've i've allowed mine to go to a past 60 many times 
Yeah, it probably doesn't go all the way up to 70 because it's like a thermostat. Like you want the heaters to power off all the, to power all the, it might do it. I think it has. I could take a picture and send it. I'm sure it has a few times. Yeah, but I think what I was just saying, you know, if people are really worried about it, just, you know, don't yeah. turn on the, don't turn off the sauna when you leave the sauna, but much rather leave it on for another five or 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, step out, leave it on, you know, get the temperature cranking up to 60, 61, 62 Celsius. That will kill off any viruses or any bacteria. You, know, you can read up on that on the World Health Organization just to double check. Um, and it also sucks out and dries out all the excessive moisture, like through your sweat, for instance. It literally, mm-hmm. you know, it'll literally, literally um, vanish like and that's what i do sometimes as well but you know i'm fairly easy going on the cleaning side and i mean i use it privately here and this sauna is four or five years old and it looks brilliant like (laughs) so good and i've moved with it three times within germany so really yeah 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 amazing um so um cleaning process cool oh there was something else Mm. what's what, what the locations where you guys are at can can is it can can a clear light sauna be ordered anywhere in the world is it like you know international shipping mm. how, how does it work there yeah so we have yeah we're quite quite international obviously the mother the mother company is in the u.s so i think mm-hmm. um they would uh, they would be a good address there in terms of us and you know clearly that's on the international and my story we have companies in the uk ireland uh, and germany um so if you're sort of in the uk you know just having clear lights on as uk you'll find a team there get a uk hotline uk warehouse you know k lawyers and you know everything in place really same with the german team same with the irish team we're soon looking at france um, we're in australia and new zealand both uh, with staff actually on the ground my business partner he's in australia and manages the team down there um and if you're sort of in dubai or if you're sort of in africa like we can ship there like we have worldwide shipping it's not basically just a matter of freight costs because saunas are big <laughs> and therefore quite often the shipping is rather expensive um but yeah i mean you know reach out just type in clear saunas i'm sure you'll find plenty of websites and contacts on there or you, know, you can always reach out to me personally as well on linkedin on facebook um, on instagram and you know just check in with me if you guys want to double check yeah so what is your instagram link what is your linkedin what's what's yeah what's what's the link so i can uh, put it yeah. in the notes I'll, I'll send them over to you just so that you can actually put them in the in the show notes. But if you, it best is actually if you just Google my name, Johannes Ketlode, like J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S and then family name K-E-T-T-E-L-H-O-D-T. Um, you can find me if you search exactly that name on LinkedIn. I don't think there's anyone with that name. <laughs> it's very generic. Ah, sounds unique. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, and I think the same on Instagram. Like you just type in Johannes and Ket, I think K-E-T-T and you'll find me. They're not very active on Instagram. I do check my message but i'm not a big i just don't post a lot you know awesome. and we get the we get the podcast it's called the sauna show.com um where we'll sort of host you at some point roger as well and Absolutely. talk about your journey um you know you can find us there as well so you know it should be plenty of opportunities to contact you to contact me and to connect with me and uh, you know i'm always happy to chat and explore options for you guys um so anytime really that's fantastic. Uh, Johannes, it's been incredible. Is, is there anything else which you feel is important for people to know? Uh, I do want to quickly, just for completion, I talk about the uh, heat shock proteins because, you know, we had a bit of a teaser in there, but then, you know, I sort of talked about the other health benefits and just for the sake of completion, I would want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so heat shock proteins as well as um, cold shock proteins are uh, one of these really awesome 
well, I think topics at the moment, you know, Rhonda Patrick, who is uh, one of the sauna pioneers, um, someone that really spearheads active research around, you know, primarily traditional saunas as well as infrared saunas. She's, you know, she got into this topic and heat shock proteins essentially are supportive uh, proteins that actually support all the other proteins in the body, like be it, you know, in the muscles, be it in the blood, be it in the cells, and they literally improve and enhance the structure of a cell and therefore actually reduce the duplication of cells or the dying of cells in this way, sort of, at the moment, people know that an increase of heat choke proteins supports with longevity. It sort of supports with general well-being on a, on a cellular, on a metabolic level. And therefore, it's mm -hmm. obviously a really fascinating topic at the moment because longevity is pretty much everywhere. Dave Asprey talks a lot about it. He wants to turn on in 167, I believe. Yeah, I think that 160 was the last thing he mentioned. Do you say yeah. 167? Has it gone up? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Like, that was just a number I sort of had somewhere in my head. But... Um, and therefore, you know, it's, it's a pretty hot topic at the moment. And um, what Rhonda has obviously shown is that if, if people actually go on the traditional sauna, um, you know, heat shock proteins are being activated. And yeah. you need a certain body temperature for these heat shock proteins to be activated. And we're sort of currently trying out to, you know, mimic that a little bit with an infrared sauna. Like we've done a study in the past where we showed that I think over an average of 40 minutes, your core temperature went up by 1.4 degrees Celsius. Like that's... That's an actual fever that you create in your body. And therefore, there's quite a bit of um, suggested evidence around the fact that heat shock proteins and infrared saunas are linked together. There's no official study yet, so I think mm. that should really happen. Um, and, you know, we are obviously really interested in knowing that as well. And I think that ties back to the cold shower as well, because if you manage to activate those heat shock proteins through a sauna use, uh, and, you know, research has shown that they're not only active for a couple of minutes, but once you've had a sauna, they tend to be active for a couple of days, sometimes to a couple of weeks, depending on the person. If you then actually do a cold shower or an ice bath and you, you know, activate the cold shock proteins, um, you know, through sort of, you know, cold practice and cold stress, um, that's a pretty sweet combination. Mm, mm. Oh, thank you very much. I think uh, someone um, goes into a bit more depth on that on their book. You know, Seamland. Yeah, he's a Finnish. He's a Finnish guy. He's one of our saunas, and uh, he hmm. he's epic. I really, really love his stuff because um, he's yeah. he, he really knows his stuff. Yeah, he gives some quality stuff out there on social media, and um, I had him on the show one time. I think we we touched up on the subject of uh, metabolic autophagy yeah. and um, we're going to also talk about his new book, which is uh, stronger by stress. Right. And um, a couple of the things which is in the book is both cold shock and heat shock protein. So right. it's one of the things I'll definitely go into a bit more detail about. And since he's got a clear light sauna and I do, maybe we can talk a bit more about that. That would be pretty. Yeah. Cool. I think I, I, I like Sim. He's really authentic in what he does. Like he, you know, he really knows his stuff and he's, you know, I, I tend to go to the traditional sauna as well once in a while because I really love it, you know, but I still use my infrared sauna and I think Sim does the same. Like he's a mm -hmm. Finnish, Finnish guy, I think living in Estonia, like no way that you can actually get the fins to not use a traditional <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's, that's just beautiful like you know why does it have to be either or they could actually live together and i think an infrared sauna is just a little bit more i'd say practical in terms of you know having it set up you know just not needing three-phase electricity putting it in your apartment moving it again and but both have their place for sure 
Mm. Finally, just just quickly, what what is the cost? Um, yeah, like let's say for an actual, let's say a, a small sauna, and what is the price of a, a big one? Mm. And for the daily use, like what would be the cost of having it in your house or sure. outside? Yeah, so I think our one person sauna starts at around two thousand eight hundred pounds. That's sort of inclusive delivery, VAT, lifetime warranty, the clear light promise, so literally everything. Mm -hmm. And then depending on sort of the quality, the luxury, the size, in or out, do you essentially go up to eight grand, um, inclusive of everything. And we get finance options available. We're actually bringing out a portable sauna as well that, you know, you sort of can store away. It's like a tunnel. So you literally have a mat and a tunnel and then you sort of slide over it and people can use it in their apartment if they don't have a square meter because the smallest sauna is literally a meter by a meter by a two meter so it's, it's pretty small yeah um and yeah so i think there are plenty of options in terms of using it it's bloody cheap so uh, i think a vacuum cleaner normally needs around 1400 watts so that'll cost you like 18 or 19 pence to run for an hour a one-person sauna is below that so one person sauna wow. has like 1300 watts so that'll cost you I don't know, 15, 16 pence to run for an hour. So if you did that five times a week, it cost you 80 pence. If you do that, you know, four times uh, per month, it'll be three pounds 20. You know, if you multiply that by 12, you know, it's, it's nothing. I think if, yeah. you three or f- if you go four or five times to a public sauna, like, you know, that's, that's the money just for the use. That's pretty cool. That is, yeah, that's, that's super cheap, really. Definitely yeah. a great long-term investment. And uh, if you've got uh, solar panels in your, on, on your roof, then uh, it'll be even cheaper. <laughs> I've yeah, got solar panels. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> good man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think we covered everything, man. I think, yeah, it's been great. It's Johannes. been an awesome journey. I think lots of, lots of deep dives. And uh, I'm just, uh, it's also been amazing for me to hear about your journey, how you actually got along with this one, because ever since you've had it, we've had a few WhatsApp, you know, exchanges, but nothing really. I, I was always wondering and curious, like how your routine is, you know, how you, how you personally find it, how you use it. And I got great inspiration out of that. Oh man. Thank you. It's, it's been cr- incredible, but um, I guess we're going to talk more about it on uh, your podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be talking about like my daily protocols, like how I incorporate the sauna in my use, and um, yeah, what what I found from it, how my life has changed. <laughs> ah, beautiful <It's>, transformation. <laughs> yeah, it's there's there's been some amazing stuff. Definitely, we've got a lot to talk about. But Johannes, it's been absolutely incredible. Thank you very much for your time. I greatly appreciate it, sir. And um, we will talk very soon. Likewise, Roger. It's been a pleasure to be here and I look forward to another chat. Yes. Nice one. You take care. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. Any guests which I have on the show really provide some golden nuggets and useful life-changing tips. So always feel free to check out their social media platforms or website links, which will be written in the show notes. These shows are financed by my sponsors, so your contributions are always greatly appreciated. Any clickable links with discount codes will not only provide you with the best services, but will help out the podcast too. So thank you. If you do like the Roger Snipe Show podcasts, then why not give it a review? A five star would be awesome. 
but some great feedback on what you liked about the show or what you would have liked to hear would be helpful too. Until next time.